If you call the Okanagan your home, you almost certainly know a business person. Entrepreneurship is in our blood, as is the incredible sense of community. So this podcast series is really about all of us, all of us who love local. It tries to tell the stories of the dreamers, the risk takers, the people who built this place and who put in new foundations to strengthen it every day. During her time as the general manager of the Vernon Chamber of Commerce, Dion Chambers, my guest for today, took the chamber to new heights in terms of membership and increased presence and advocacy for local businesses. So naturally, when she took on a new role as the executive director of the Okanagan Science Centre, I wanted to find out what her plans were and how she intended to take the Okanagan Science Centre forward. So I will just start off by introducing my guest this afternoon, uh, an old friend, Dion Chambers, uh, off, formerly of the chamber, which I used to enjoy <laughs> as a joke, and now the director, director of the Okanagan yeah, Science Centre. Yeah, the Center. executive director for the Okanagan Science Centre. Thank you. Well, pleasure to have you on the show. Um, you know, I'd like you to just start by introducing maybe yourself and a bit about the Okanagan Science Centre, which, you know, uh, most kids probably know a lot about, but we don't. I think a lot of kids know about the Science Centre, and yeah. I think what I've really seen too is there's so many families that come here where the kids grew up here, and right. now they're parents and they're bringing their kids. Right. Uh, we've been in the community for 30 years, and okay. I think... It, it's so incredible that we're able to offer a science center to a community of this size mm-hmm. and, and to provide STEM learning for children. Um, yeah, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, a little bit about me. I have a background in nonprofits as well as entrepreneurialism, but mm-hmm. my starting days were actually in chemistry. So, I Go do have, that. yeah, that's <laughs> full circle. A full circle. So, I yeah. get to kind of mix all of those passions together, which is really kind of neat. I never thought there would be that kind of opportunity that would mix mm-hmm. all those different backgrounds. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, going back to your background, so it was non-profit and I think um, elsewhere you've managed chambers as well. Uh, what brought you to Vernon and, uh, you know, well, Actually, your journey here? Vernon is just one of those places that when we kind of created the bucket list, it checked everything off in the bucket. And yeah. I was working at a chamber previously, and when the opportunity came up in Vernon, um, I applied, and I thought, well, if this is meant to be, this is where we're going to be, and and here we are. So it's been clearly the last years. last yeah. name obviously helped. <laughs> yeah, the last name definitely helped. I'm kidding, <laughs> yeah. but no, uh, and I recall your early days, uh, you know, at the chamber. I'm just going to go to the chamber yeah. a little bit um, because I, you know, I'm also featuring the chamber yeah. in another podcast. But, uh, you you know, I remember talking to you about some of the direction setting and so on. And the chamber has really blossomed in the last three, four years, has it not? It has. And I think, you know, again, it's um, there's incredible teamwork there. And again, driven by a good board and amazing staff. And, yeah. and they're doing good things in the community, which is helping both the, the nonprofits as well as the business community. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in the midst of everything last year, um, you took on a new role, so tell us a bit about Science Centre, what brought you here, and uh, apart from the chemistry major, obviously. But. Right. <laughs> well, I think it was really, you know, there was, um, again, it was timing. So with COVID happening, it, it kind of, there was a, a transition at the chamber that needed to happen. And yeah. this opportunity came up, and I applied in the same sort of mindset. 
uh, it was really done in the space of if if this is really the path that I'm meant to go on, I think that this is this is where it'll work out. And right. um, for me, I just thought, what an incredible uh, time to be able to get into the science center and you know put some of my past passion as well as entrepreneurialism into the center and see where we can take it. Yeah. Um, I have two boys who are teens, so they're 13 and 17. They love the sciences. They grew up in the Science Center in Edmonton. Right. And so really just want to kind of bridge that gap here as well, is find some opportunities for our intermediate kids to enjoy STEM. Um, and really the direction that we're going is connecting sciences to careers here in the Okanagan. So that's where this really cool uh, kind of mashup with the chamber and, and now the Science Center is taking those science exhibits that we have and connecting them to potential careers for kids. So when they look at maybe our space exhibit, really understanding what are the opportunities for them. Could they be an astronaut? Absolutely. Yes. Could they be a you know a rocket scientist? They exist. So you know and kind of just bridging that and even the opportunities here in the Okanagan, there's a lot in the science and tech sector. Yeah. Um, and bringing that forward. Well that's that's actually a really fascinating, and it's not the first thing that comes to an outsider's mind when they look at the Science Center. And I'll just come back to that career side of yeah. things, but also starting with the catchment side of things, you know, schools and so on. Um, you know, how, how does that work for the Science Center and what are your, you know, what are some of the initiatives you're doing along that? So we've been, we've always done field trip programs. So that's been a huge way of, for us to connect with our younger kids, yeah. especially kind of grade one to grade six. Mm -hmm. Um, of course, with the COVID policies in place, it's a lot more challenging for the schools to come to the Science Center. Yeah. So we've created opportunities where we're closed two days a week to the public. So schools can come and they can bring their cohorts here and it's only them. So the kids it's can explore. It's a school bubble. It's a school bubble. Um, we will have one educator and we'll still run a science class so that right. they can still get kids excited. I think that they, they really need it now. They need something outside of the everything that they're hearing on a day-to-day -day basis and just kind of have some fun and and we're still able to provide that. The other way thing that we've done is we're now going to the school. So we have opportunities to take our field trips into the into the school bubble. Right. Um, and, and still provide our science classes within the school. So That's pretty neat. It is neat, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, um, I won't even get into the need for science being greater during, uh, you know, when there are all kinds of theories and so on going mm -hmm. around. Um, but I'm sure, you know, I'm sure the kids see for themselves, uh, you know, uh, why why you take the precautions you do. Why they take the precautions and kind of, I think it's important for them to learn some of the science behind it too. In a time yeah. that there's so much misinformation out there is to go back to the basics and go back to the science and, and, and kind of really look at that. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, and just, uh, you know, on that subject of uh, when there was the shutdown and when, you know, uh, the kids weren't going to school until the fall, um, did, did you try other ways of reaching out to them? You know, I know it's very hard with Zoom and the rest of it, but yeah. uh, what did the Science Centre do around that? So for us, it was a bit of a time of transition for us. And our, our centre was fully closed until July 1st. Right. Um, we did have, we have Kevin, who is amazing, and, and anybody who knows the Science Center knows Kevin. He's been here for the full 30 years. Um, so he did some online videos. So every, kind of every other day, he was doing science experiments with stuff that you can do at home. So just finding things around the household, 
yeah. um, and being able to build some things. So just to keep that engagement up and again, to provide a little bit of an opportunity for the kids at home. And um, and yeah. the parents, I'm sure, who were oh, losing their minds. That's right. right? And, it, and it was different than a Zoom session, so it wasn't, we didn't have that same interaction, but you had the opportunity to be able to build some science, do some science at home. Sweet. Um, and, and, you know, in terms of the school trips and so on, um, uh, this is obviously the sciences, so it's chemistry, physics, astrophysics, everything else uh, in there. Uh, and I'd like to understand a bit about the different divisions uh, in, in the subsequent question. But um, you also tie up with, uh, with uh, nature as well, don't you? We do. So we work closely with other nonprofits mm -hmm. here in, in Vernon. Um, so, of course, Allen Brooks Nature Center is a great partnership with us. And we've actually, we're launching a new program this spring in, in partnership with Alan Brooks, which right. is four-week programming at the schools, and it's going to be all done outdoors. Okay. So it's really talking about environmental sciences, but getting the kids outside and making, again, that connection to nature and science. So mm -hmm. I think it's going it, to, it is a pilot project, but we're really excited about what that might look like. Fantastic. Just yeah. think of the number of new scientists and, you know. Isn't it exciting? It is, yeah, I think just, even if you get a couple of kids really excited about what's going on in science, it's a win. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and the, uh, you know, coming to the career side of it, you know, as a follow-up to that, um, clearly STEM is just, you know, uh, the need has never been greater. Um, and to be fair, uh, you know, Canada's full of great geologists. We've, we've had lots of commodities and that's been a big sector. Technology is increasingly a large sector. So, uh, you know, how do you work with employers and, you know, um, the, the industry to, uh, to encourage the feeder program, if you like? So right now, we're reaching out to businesses within the community. So everywhere from the North Okanagan to the South, who have maybe anything in the sciences. So it can be uh, on the technical side. It yeah. could be, we have some great folks here in Vernon who are doing stuff in the science-based area. And I'm working on them to come in and help build an exhibit that talks about what they're actually doing on site at their place of business. Right. And doing it in a way that it's a little bit engaging. So. You know, right now our demographic is quite young. It would be grade five and younger, but we want to find a way to bridge that gap to the intermediate, and we think that's a great way of doing it. So absolutely, and yeah. they are the ones who can who can easily make that connection between the science and its application. Exactly, right? and I think working with the local businesses, they understand what they're doing and what the really neat applications are. So they're yeah. the experts in their field, um, and kind of understanding where that need is too for the future kids uh, to, to look for employment here and so bridging that gap and I think absolutely yeah I think it's a really neat opportunity for us and, and what are the uh, what are the sections because you know I, I am pretty clueless when it comes to the science <laughs> center as, yeah. as are many of the adults listening and I'm here show but you know what what how is it laid out and it's a beautiful building but uh, tell me a bit more about it it is a, it is a beautiful building and I mean there's there's so much history in this building as well too right. being a previous school um, so it and also doesn't come it comes with some challenges um, being that we have a heritage building yeah. that we're in and we reside. I don't want to know about the heating bills and so that no you don't <laughs> no you don't um, but yeah so right now what the way that we have it laid out is upstairs is dedicated to outer space so right. we have a full feature on 
on the space area. And that was actually, that went under renovation last year. So we've been rebuilding our exhibits up there, which is taking me a little bit longer. It's taking us a little longer than I'd hoped. Right. Um, because we're moving into a focus on robotics and technology mm-hmm. um, and bringing some of that high-tech stuff into a 100-year-old building is, um, yeah, it's challenging. <laughs> <laughs> totally, I think I'm going to keep saying that word, but uh, we're getting there. So that's kind of the upstairs, and again, a little bit probably more intermediate. We have a planetarium as well upstairs. Really? Yes. So we can do star shows. Um, Again, they're a little bit on pause right now because you're in a confined space. But with that, we do, um, we can do indigenous skies. We talk about the different planetarium shows and, Mm -hmm. and the solar system. So really kind of cool to be able to bring that again to the Vernon community. And then on our main level, we have a prehistoric area. So we have a dinosaur and um, we're working on building a bit of a, uh, a dig pit. So for digging for fossils. Right. So that will be coming up in 2021. Okay. And then... So those little rock tools and yes, stuff? Yes, that's right. The little rock tools and lots of sand yeah. and lots of fun. Just get in and, and look and see what you can find. And again... Um, Usually the Science Center brings in traveling exhibits every year. So right. once a year we'll bring in an exhibit. Um, there have been, of course, some restrictions. A lot of them come from across the border. Mm-hmm. And so we're not sure what we're bringing this year, but we'll definitely have something coming in the fall so that we can just, it ch- helps change it up a bit, bring a little bit of excitement to the Science Center and yeah. something different for the kids to look at. Especially over the over the holidays and so on. Mm-hmm. No, that's fabulous. You didn't mention rockets. I mean, if you'd said rockets, I would be here tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, robotics yeah. is fun. You know? Robotics is fun. Yeah. Yeah, and we have a new space that is really focused on, it's kind of a lab, but it's a learning lab. So there's, you can make electric circuits, you can do a little bit of coding. Right. We're going to have, there's stop animation in there, so kids can go in and just kind of move things around, take pictures, and kind of create their own little short cartoon. Um, And that's kind of the tech piece that's coming in. Is there an age limit for people to come in? There is no age limit. That's it, I'm here. Uh, happy to stop animation. Yeah. Um, it, it, so it's it's really an interactive space, and you know, somewhere where a kid could spend you know three or four days during a year and not and not do the same thing over again, right? I think especially when we bring the traveling exhibits through, because it really right. creates those those opportunities. Um, it is a challenge with the science center for sure. Is that exhibits themselves, so high quality exhibits. They started around twenty thousand dollars US. Right. Yeah. So a lot of our stuff has been made in house. Um, we're very creative, and we also have so many incredible inventors in Vernon. I had no idea. Right. We have true, yeah, <laughs> actual inventors. Yeah. And um, they love to just build and tinker and kind of put things together. So uh, I think looking at again these new opportunities with bridging, working with the businesses and, and bringing in some new exhibits, we will have more hands-on that the kids will be able to do. We did have to remove a few things that were too hard to keep clean, so yeah. um, it's not, I think it's going to be a sector that's going to take a long time to recover for people to be comfortable to come back and, and do the hands-on tactile stuff. Absolutely, the, yeah. it's discretionary, so yeah, except yeah. the amount of kids, uh, fun the kids have and learning. Right. The learning part, and I, like I said, I think it's a really positive distraction too. It just kind of come in and have some fun. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. The um, you know, with the with the bit about the inventors really threw me because I had no idea, as I'm sure yeah. many people don't. Um, so 
do they help you with some of these exhibits or they design some bits and uh, you know help out as well and voluntary or what's the uh, mostly on the building side right. so you know if we have a bit of an idea we've got a few people who work especially in the uh, electrics like electronics but they're um, they've got Tesla coils and all right. kinds of really fun stuff that maybe we couldn't have in the building but they they aren't afraid to try something out so they'll experiment and kind of play around um, we also have groups here in Verdun. So the Men's Shed, I'm not sure if you're familiar no. with them. Amazing group. Um, so they built one of our exhibits this year. Just we gave them kind of an idea and said, hey, look, can you run with it? And yeah. I think it was, it turned into a bigger project for them than, than maybe they had anticipated, but uh, it turned out incredible. It was absolutely perfect. And and for that, they donate their time. So we pay for the supplies and and it kind of helps them out with, with projects in the community. Yeah. And it's, you know, what... What you've just outlined is is exactly what this podcast is about and what Vernon is about. I mean, many communities are about, to be honest, that uh, sense of community and doing things together and, you know, giving it a go, basically. Absolutely, yeah. It's, uh, it's, I'm sure it's something you've seen in the chamber and now, uh, now to see it as a not-for-profit again uh, must be quite exciting. I think Vernon is really, it is really good in the sense that I think if you put the call out there, there's somebody that answers. So you just, mm. you know, it, it's depending on what the ask is, there's somebody who will be willing to help you out in some way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, and what about, uh, you know, you've kind of touched on the pandemic and everything you've had to do differently in your first year here. Yeah. Um, just staying on the pandemic though, you know, has it had much of an impact on staff as well? And, you know, uh, will it be normal for you when when these things are eased off, which they will be? You know, I think it's going to take us a long time to see us back to something called normal at right. the Science Center. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's relying on the other organizations across North America. So we're connected to all science centers. So if you have a membership, for example, here in the Okanagan, you can use that membership to access Science World or right. go to Calgary or Edmonton. And through that connection, we're seeing that there's this, this really long delay for the science centers that will get back on track. So even in a year, they're talking 18 to 24 months. Wow, okay. Yeah. And it's definitely, it has had an impact on our staff. And I think probably a, the biggest challenge has been, we're not sure the regulations a lot of times. So you put something together and it takes so long for us to do certain programming or put, you know, even putting our exhibits together. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there's an announcement, and then you're like, okay, you got to switch that idea and move here. So you have to, you have to be able to be flexible. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I've I've heard that repeatedly yes. from you know, and and uh, as you know, on the flip side, it's it's the authorities are doing the best they can, and sometimes everyone's operating with such limited knowledge, you know, information. That's right. Uh, it must be it must be really tough, but I. I can see how it'd be tough for you with the, you know, with the complexity of the exhibits and so on that you talked about, right? Um, you know, it's uh, on the one hand, and the reason I asked about staff as well as well, uh, you know, when I came in, and I have always known you as a hands-on person, but you were also manning the ticket booth, and you know, yeah. it must be you must be able to do more with less effectively, right? We have to, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I think the Science Center always has done a very good job of that. They've done an incredible job with their with doing more with less. Yeah. And, and like I said, because when you look at the larger centers and you look at the starting point of a lot of things, um, there's no way we would have budgets in the millions of dollars that these other centers have. So um, I do credit the staff with that, that they've been able to get very creative and they've always been in a place where 
they do more with less. So, yeah. so we were kind of well positioned. And I think, you know, one of the things we've also found in the past year with science centers is that we kind of have fallen through the cracks on a federal level. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't fit into arts and culture. Right. We don't fit into museums. Um, there actually isn't a space for us out there that is recognized, or tourism actually, and most of us really? are tourism centers. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're doing education, but also not considered an educational institution. So, yeah, so we've been... That, that makes no sense to, you know, <laughs> someone who's just hearing it for the first right, time. Right, right. So there's... How does that change? How, how can that change? Well, you know, we've been we've been trying to lean on the ears of the federal governments mm-hmm. um, as well as some local governments as a federation, as a as group. a group, as yeah. a as an yeah. organization right across Canada, and mm-hmm. just saying, hey, look, like, you know, for the fact that science is so important and it is a good bridge for kids, and also, um, I do believe we fit into tourism in the sense that you know we it's attract people to the community yep. and it's attraction. That's right. And um, so we're just really just trying to get the word out there that you know we're here and we can maybe leverage us in a different way if the government was to look at us as as a tourism or as a you know a center that fits into culture. Yeah, well, I you know I certainly wish you the best in that because I can certainly speak to the tourism part. I had two nephews visited in the last summer and they spent you know uh, uh, sorry two summers ago and they spent two very happy hours here while. The grown-ups could have some time in the park. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, it's just a shame. And, um, you know, what about things like the Okanagan is becoming a hot, or has become a hotbed, actually, for technology firms as well. And there's Accelerate Okanagan and so on. Yeah. Um, do they not see the, you know, the role of a science center in, you know, in growing interest and love for the science I believe they do. I think it's just really, it's connecting with the right people and right. getting our story heard and getting the message out there. Um, again, like I had said before, the Science Center did a really good job of kind of not um, being out in the community in the sense that we didn't ever have to have big fundraisers. We were yes. very supported by our community membership. And so that's an opportunity for us now. It's it's for us to get out into the community and to, to talk to our partners, but also let the community know that we're here and yeah. and some of our challenges too. Yeah. And just put it up. Well, I can, I can almost, uh, I know you a little bit and I can almost sense your frustration because there's so much to do and so much you want to do. Uh, and it's been, it's been an interesting time of just <laughs> adapting, right? That's right, yeah. But, uh, but the future is obviously bright. So, you know, where do you see this, uh, this, facility in five years, ten years time, because you know, you, you will certainly either point it and lead it to that direction or be there. We have an amazing board right now. So right. our board of directors has this incredible diverse background um, that will bring technology, bring some of the things and just do some updates that have been have been needed for a little while. Mm-hmm. And as I mentioned before, it's about finding things for intermediate kids as well. So it becomes there's entertainment, but there's also that engagement and that that understanding of the STEM. Um, for our intermediate children. Yeah. We have also been given the opportunity for expansion to Lake Country. So that right. is very new for the Science Center and we are heading in that direction to see a new facility uh, located in a school in, in Lake Country and see how that works. Oh, that would be fabulous. It would be very interesting, very exciting. Because you have access to, uh, you know, a large um, community then, a larger, much larger community. That's right. Well, that that will be fun. Well, we'll obviously miss you here, but uh, it'll be it'll be great for the 
sunset or it might be an adjunct i don't know what the plan is yeah they'd be in they'd be together like we would not be leaving vernon but what would happen is lake country would look a little different so right. it may take on a bit of a theme that might focus more on things like environmental sciences it may take on more of a tech technology thing that may have been too challenging here but yeah we'll definitely still be in vernon and we're not going anywhere excellent <laughs> yes yeah Good. we'll just have more opportunity now so again with your membership you'd be able to visit us here in vernon but you can also go to lake country and, yeah. and experience what's going on there fabulous well uh, you know i i know you're a dynamic leader and you will take uh, the science center in you know in the direction it deserves to go in um, so I, I truly wish you and the, you know all your stuff the best in, in your endeavors. Thank you so much and thank you for the, uh, the chat today. This has been really good. It's, it's a pleasure. Thank you for coming on because you know it's, uh, it, it's lovely when somebody who truly knows the community uh, comes and talks about local uh, things that are happening. So I appreciate your time. Thank you, Dion. Thank you. Dion has always been one of those few people who always speak exactly as they see things and have a very clear vision about what their purpose is. I know she will take the Science Centre places and I truly wish her all the best. And if you haven't been to the Okanagan Science Centre in Vernon, you're missing out.